Happy Workshop Wednesday. It's the dose. We're back. Welcome back. This is Mark Hutchins, Jeremy Clevin, Byron Filson, back in the house, Joshua Smith. Thank you for being here, sir. Welcome back. Thank you for your time. I woke up in beast mode. Yeah. <laughs> so what to be, baby. Uh, every time I see you, I think that song goes through my head, man. You just exude that. <laughs> With my girl is Beauty and the Beast, though. Mark. Yes, Stop Beauty rapping. and the Beast. I don't I'm not really the rapper. You're the you're the rapper. <laughs> you are a beat. Well, I'm not a rapper. That's for well, damn not sure. a rapper, you know. But you are, you are, and I know it's not easy, right? I mean, you have a tremendous amount of energy. You take care of your body. You're feeding yourself the right things. I know you don't sleep very much. How do you stay? How do you stay locked in? Again, I know it's not easy. I know you're not. I know you're not feeling this every single day of the week. I mean, it's impossible. You're a human. But no, I, 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 I don't feel it one day of the week. <laughs> um, I'm not one of these guys that wakes up that's on fire. I wake up every morning freaking pissed off. I just want to go back to bed. I don't want to do any of this shit when I wake up. But um, that's a state of mind that we can choose to stay in or, or correct, right? right? So. You know, I've got a morning routine I go through and, and try to, you know, put even, even a lot of days that doesn't do it, right? Then you just, you just got to quit being a pussy and do the work, man. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's kind of how it goes down to it. But you got to attach yourself to something, something big, you know, right? Something bigger than you. And, 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 you know, it's, it's, um, keeps you pushing forward, man. Cause it's like this bit, well, it's not this business, it's all business, man. It beats the living shit out of you, right? Oh, yeah, so I mean, I've overcome man. depression, overcome alcoholism, overcome a, like a wicked, you know, chewing tobacco habit, overcome obesity. I've never done anything in my life that's been as difficult as growing a business. Yeah, right. Um, but that's why I love it too. Is it's, it's never-ending challenge. But um, man, if you, if you don't, I, I, there's a statistic out there that I heard recently. It's um, over time, 26 out of 27 biz, uh, entrepreneurs fail. Um, 26 out of 27. Yeah, yeah. When you factor in the you know long term, right? So. Um, and, and, and failing doesn't mean that they also quit, but failing is insolvent, right? Um, um, I mean, think about how many entrepreneurs are, are somehow still, you know, existing, but they're operating an insolvent company. Right. Um, um, but, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, what, what's going to keep you pushing through those, man? Because if, if, dude, if you don't attach to something big, dude, like, you ain't got to do this, man. Because it's, there's days that fucking sucks. Oh, yeah. More days than, than, than yeah, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's, it's highs and lows, baby. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yep. But do it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah, it's, it's, it's a grind. I mean, these are, these are ongoing things. I mean, there's people, you know, you talk about the dog days of summer, you could talk about this, you could talk about that, whatever it may be. But I mean, on that front, you know, as we go into the holidays, you know, I mean, I think that, uh, there's another point in time around the cyclical deal that we have to find, you know, that little extra added effort, a little extra, you know, extra energy to kind of push to that next level because most people are checking out right yeah. now, you know? Yeah, it's it's one of these deals where, dude. I mean, we break it down. You got Thanksgiving, you got Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. So you got five days that are, you know, I guess if you want to count all those holidays, you can <laughs> and and go spend you know that time with your family. But uh, uh, people in real estate, man, they just they just feel like got to take the sixty days off for five actual days. Right. Like go go check out for those five days. Go be with your family. Turn your phone off. Enjoy those five days. Work your freaking ass off the other fifty-five days, and here's the cool thing about this: is because everybody else, you know, takes that time off. Um, yes, there's less deals happening, but there's also a hell of all this competition out there. Yeah, right. So I mean, it's it's time to just double down and, and get it done. And you know, a lot of agents really struggle the first quarter, and they spend mm-hmm. the whole mm-hmm. rest of the year just trying to catch the bad first catch quarter. And, <laughs> and then the excuse always is, is you know, right? Um, 
oh well you know people weren't buying people weren't selling my cl- the holidays oh, and yeah. i mean it's it's there they want to put the excuse on somebody else right, right. but the fact is they they chose to not show up and they there's no bad. reason or excuse for it you know right it's just a lack of commitment to their own business but um but i, I mean i love it right so i mean i i'm I'm all about being committed, but I also love the fact that there's a lot of uncommitted motherfuckers yeah, out yeah, there yeah, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's the time to separate yourself, yeah. right? I mean, I remember just talking about, you know, you know, yeah, yeah, playing ball back in the day. Like you always used to separate yourself in the fourth quarter, right? Those that are fully prepared and committed could withstand the, you know, a long games. Like that's how you separate yourself in the fourth quarter. And I think that's probably true in, in business, the fourth quarter. Yeah. Right? And it, yeah. It's uh you just got to be willing to do what it takes, dude. Um, you know, because, I mean, like, right now, this has been the hardest work year of my life, you know, right? Um, um, the most stressful, the by far the hardest year I've ever went through. Um, and, uh, I mean, I would say, and this isn't, like, exaggerating, um, 60% of the time I'm playing all-nighters, you know, right? It's, it's uh, wow. and sometimes three and four in a row, you know, and uh, uh, just to push through it. But, you know, but that's, that's also, I mean, that's not a thing to brag about. I'm not excited about it. It sucks, you know, right? Um I'm willing to do whatever it takes, you know, right. Um, and, and get ourselves in the position we need to be in to do what we want to do. Um, but also it's, it's, there's always a means to an end, you know, right. Um, uh, there's always a payoff, you know, that comes with it. So, um, but yeah, man, you just, when you think about it, it's like, what's the secret sauce that you have that your competition, like, cause people will steal everything that you ever create. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. I, I, you know, I used to get criticized very heavily of speaking, you know, publicly in our own market and we're like, I'll oh, do your training, your competition. You know, I'm like, uh, it doesn't matter. I'm like, I can give them my whole playbook. It doesn't matter, right? right? I mean, there's going to be a, a percentage that go out there and grind and, and that are as committed and create success with it. But there's enough, you know, there's enough business to go around for us that are committed, right? Where, yeah. where we can all learn from each other, which you do, you know, right? Um, there's a reason that top producers, you know, typically, you know, are, are, are all hanging out and, and very abundant, you know, right? right? So right. when I hang out with my circle of, of kind of my circle of top producers that, that I really respect in the industry. And I mean, each and every year we get together for, for a weekend, dude, it's like bust on PL statements. It's like, it's like, there's, there's no hiding, right. Yeah. Of, of <laughs> everything that we do in our, our, our businesses. But again, that's it's, great. It's understanding that we all know that there's just enough of, uh, of, of uncommitted people out there where it just doesn't make a difference. That's gotta be right. some scary shit for sure. A couple of weeks ago, we were talking about these things, you know, that are just uncomfortable to talk about, you know, talking about money, talking about PL you know, talking about education and, you know, higher level learning and all these different things. Like it's just uncomfortable to have these conversations, but um, I think we got to do it more and more, right. Got to get uncomfortable, I guess, to get, to get comfortable, but, you know, spinning in now that we're in this fourth quarter, you know, spinning in, I guess, to, to next year, I know you spent a ton of time with your team, with the, with those around you. Um, obviously you just had your, your alumni event the last couple or a couple of weeks ago that we were, you know, you had us out to speak, which was, which was awesome, you know, huge full room. And I know you dive deep into, you know, again, fourth quarter now, business planning into the next year. So what's that look like for you and an individual, uh, maybe an agent or a team? Yeah. So, I mean, the cool thing is there's only seven things that anybody has to master in this business. You know, right? I mean, it doesn't matter if, if you're an individual agent, team leader, broker, owner, it's all the same, right? Um, um, which is, so I call them the seven four core functions. Um, but you've got your lead generation, right? You got your lead follow-up. You've got your appointment conductions. Um, you've got your client nurture, which means, okay, Hey, they've I've signed a listing agreement, signed a buyer agreement. They're now, you know, through that, cl- you know, contract to close process. Um, uh, so client nurture, um, then we've got your past client and sphere of influence, uh, uh protocol. And then you've got your operations and then you got people, you know, right. So, um, that's really all this business breaks down to and, and you're mastering those. And one thing I always get from individual agents, well, I don't have people. 
right? And I'm like, well, dude, like how you lead your vendor partners, like your vendor partners are such a critical portion of your business. People, people don't leverage that at all like they should. Uh, um, um, you want the right, you need the right people in your corner. No doubt. Right? So, so it applies to everybody. And um, so we break those down and I actually do this every quarter, but at the end of the year, so I'll spend two days. Um, um, I've already spent my two days. Uh, I would do it every October. Um, but I start, first of all, getting clarity on what I want. You know, right. So I go through my GSD model, which is what is the, the one outcome that you want in this area of your life. And I do it for, for my business, for my health, for my marriage and for my, for my kids. So what is the one outcome? If I'm sitting here on December 31st, 2019, if like this one thing happens, I'm like, dude, it's a fucking epic badass here. Like, what is the one thing that drives everything else? Yeah. Right. So if it's, if it's, Hey man, if I, if I make $350,000 of, of GCI, like all my problems go away. That's, that's the epic year. Right. So, or, or whatever it is for any agent. right? Right. So you know, what is the outcome that you want? Um, then from there, identifying what are the problems and obstacles in the way, but you got to go deep into those, right? Because, you know, I mean, success is almost never an addition. It's almost always an elimination. So it's asking yourself what or whom is prohibiting me from doing the necessary things I need to do to go out there and create the life that I, that I want to go out there and create. And so you got to dig deep into to dealing in those realities. And then the third step is um, what are the must-do action steps to eliminate the problems and obstacles so I can make the outcome a reality? So um, um, and with that outcome man, attach something deep to it, man, like you gotta, like, what does that mean? If you have a three and 50,000 or, uh, um, um, you know, income goal, like, what does that mean to you and your family? Where does that take you? What, how does that get you to the next step? And you know, I learned this when I was a personal trainer, my, my clients that would come in and uh, be like, Oh, I just want to get in better shape for bikini season or like, I mean, they may or may not have success, but the client that would come in and say, Hey man, I just had my first grandkid there and my go. father, you know, my father died prematurely of a heart attack. And I never really thought about it until I had my first grandkid, but man, it was, it was a wake up call. And I'm at the exact same point that my father was at in this aspect of his, uh, this age of his life. And he ended up dying prematurely. That can't be me. Like right. I, I want to live for my grandkid and I want to, you know, not just live and watch him. I want to be out there running and playing. Like that was the person that won. So yep. I don't think yep. a lot of people think about this. So these are conversations my wife and I always have, because, you know, I, I mean, that's another whole aspect of being successful in business, right? Of, of like, you got to get the buy-in from your family and you're buying sure. from your loved ones and, yep. Yep. you know, opposites attract for most, like my wife doesn't yeah. have, she, she's not driven. She doesn't have one goal. She thinks everything I do is silly as shit, dude, right? Like she had not, yeah, she right. Sure, um, she sure supports you publicly. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, but here's the thing is we're two different people, right? Yeah. So, so I, I mean, it's, it's just that understanding of, hey, we have opposite goals, but I support you with yours. You, you support me with mine. We respect that. And we balance each other out because her whole one goal is to spend family time. So I'd be a terrible father that wasn't for her, like reining me back in. Right. So I, 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 I mean, I, I guess, I mean, yeah, I would be terrible. I would be totally absent. Right. I mean, yeah. be grinding all day. Uh, um, um, but anyway, with that of having deep conversations of, cause what we do is hard, you know, right. And it's harder on her and, and the kids than it is me, yeah, you know, but it's, sure. it's having those conversations of like, Hey, what do you want? What, what, fast forward, our kids are older and they're probably going to all be spread out just like all our brothers and sisters. Everybody is. Yeah. Right. Um, now our parents are all in a position where, um, they, because they didn't plan and it wasn't intentional, but they didn't plan accordingly for life that they're in a position now where they can only fly out and see their grandkids once a year. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, so I'll look at my wife. I'm like, fast forward, like our daughter ha- has our first grandkid, right? Um, maybe she needs help. Maybe, maybe whatever. Maybe yeah. you just want to go see your grandkid, right? Do you want to deal with that pain of understanding and knowing that you can only go see your grandkid once a year for a limited amount of time? Like, is that a pain you want to experience? And then the answer is always a fuck no. I'm like, okay, well, that's, I don't know if you guys know this, but um, only 2% of Americans at the age of 65 or greater can uh, retire without being reliant on government aid and or family. 
Right. So, um, and I'm like, dude, like I refuse that, man. I, I, when that comes to, like, if I, if I didn't set ourselves up where now our kids had to take care of us and then maybe that meant that they couldn't send our grandkids to college, I'd rather just fucking commit suicide. Right. Like, like to me, like that's unacceptable. Right. Like, like yeah, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a very, like, if you're listening to this and you're grinding your freaking ass off and setting yourself up and thinking about what life looks like when you're 85, 90, 95, or maybe 120, uh, however long we're going to live with, with technology. Uh, um, dude, it's, it, it, it's the most selfish damn thing you can do. Right. Shit, so or 55 or 60, if you ask me, if you're not looking at that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I gosh. mean, yeah, you know, people don't think about those things, but you got to think about those things on a very high level, man. I mean, your average, your average uh, person that's above the age of 65 that, that goes to retire doesn't even have $25,000 in, in retirement. So it's all social security and then the family take yeah. care of them. And, and do you want to be that parent? Do you want to be that parent that you are a, a crutch on your kids? Yeah, right? So like really break down and think about that stuff and think about deeper. People are like, oh, I don't really need that much money. Yeah, but do you need to be a fucking leech off your kids? Are you going to be right. that piece of shit fucking parent right. that is a leech off your kids? Is that going to be you? Yeah. yeah, right? Or the government or society? Like, yep. who do you want to be? Yeah, right? Like, <laughs> You know, think about Three it. things to ask. <laughs> so, so it comes to getting clarity. And then from there, um, like I said, the seven core functions, and then I just grade them How, like from one to five, one, I suck. Nothing's a place. Five is you're the best on the planet. I'm begging to be on the podcast. You should never be a five, right? Like I'm never a five in any space. Yeah. Right. And then we just start chipping away at the ones, you know, right. Um, and that, because that element then is everybody's got these big goals, you know, right. And the, a business plan, if they will, you know, right. But what, what are the execution steps you need to work on right now to make that a reality? And that's what you got to identify. I love it, man. Go back and listen to that. Right. <laughs> Speaking of that, if you aren't tuned into the dose and you're listening to this on SoundCloud or you have not gotten this to your phone, make sure you compose a text to 77948 in the message. Daily dose, all one word. Guys, have a great day. Thanks to our sponsors, VIP Mortgage and Alliance Property Inspections. We'll be back for one more episode with Joshua Smith. See ya. See ya.